Hi, filmmakers. Jason Brubaker with FilmmakingStuff.com, where we teach filmmakers how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. I am talking to you from a fantabulous day in Los Angeles, and you're tuning in to a podcast that can be found on iTunes as well as a number of different uh, blogs and websites all over the net where this thing's syndicated. If you're hearing it for the first time, welcome. Welcome to the show. Um, this is a bare-bones, no-fluff filmmaking time where I share a few tips and strategies that you can implement um, right away. And today, I just want to talk to you about... Um, it's come to my attention. I've gotten invited to a panel. Um, this happens where I'll either speak at film festivals or get invited to panels uh, at various film festivals and film workshops. And the one coming up is is you know they're calling it you know they've invited me because I'm supposed to be one of these guys talking about self distribution. And obviously I'm very polite, but what they don't know and what I'm going to tell them in the panel and what I'm going to tell you um, is you know I really abhor the word self-distribution. You know, I try to avoid using it as much as possible. And the reason I dislike the term is because I think it makes filmmakers lazy. It implies that somebody else is out there ready and willing to distribute your movie. And for some reason, if you're doing it by yourself, that means something isn't right, right? Oh, you're self-distributing your film. Now that and, and it's an old term, and I hope it dies a slow, painful death. But I want it out of our filmmaking vernacular. The word self-distribution is a bunch of BS. I mean, if you were going to go into any other business on earth, why would you really outsource your sales, marketing, and distribution? No, you would do it in-house. You would plan for it. Um, from the beginning, you know, with your business plan and your marketing plan. And if you've been listening to Filmmaking Stuff, this podcast, or reading um, the filmmakingstuff.com website, it's probably not new to you that I have this feeling. But so I got invited to this panel about self-distribution because, you know, this is the stuff that I've been talking about for five years and finally it's catching on that, oh my gosh, video on demand is changing everything. What are we going to do? So I want to provide you with some strategies. You got to think of yourself, well, let me take it another way. Let me ask you a quick question. What does Roger Corman, Quentin Tarantino, Kevin Smith, and Stanley Kubrick have in common? Well, here's what it is. Through the course of their careers, in addition to making movies, all of them built a platform. All of them became a recognized name for the movies and a recognized name that was associated with the movies that they were created. Audiences grew to know them and know their work. And this name recognition created leverage. It created leverage in the marketplace. So it wasn't just like a no-name movie. It was a Kevin Smith flick or a Roger Corman movie. And that meant something. There was some sort of like association that you had every time that you'd hear these uh, names mentioned in the movies that were created with them. So, you know, if you, dear listener, plan on getting your movie seen and selling, you need to start thinking about your own platform so that you can establish your brand, so that you can become a rock star to your audience. So, you know, obviously if you're in, uh, if you're ever have the opportunity uh, to go to your local film festival and I'm one of the speakers or one of the panelists and hint, if you happen to know of a local film festival where they're seeking speakers or panelists, you know, I do travel and I'm happy to come out and, you know, really evangelize for this movement. But 
what, what it is is, you know, there's things that I, I just feel sometimes like filmmakers as a community aren't getting. Like you're not getting the fact that, you know, the days where you just, you just went out and got your movie picked up. Somebody picked up my movie. They, where'd they pick it up? They picked it up. Well, in the old days, of course, they pick it up and they, and they get you theatrical distribution if you're lucky. And if you're unlucky, they get you um, DVD distribution and you get to see your movie on the shelves at the local video store. But these days, those video stores are non-existent, right? So you're out there and somebody comes up to you at like the American Film Market or some of these other places and they're like, hey, buddy, give me your movie and I'm going to give you, um, you know, I'll let you have 20% of your own movie. And then you're like, well, what are you going to do? I'm going to get you into iTunes and Hulu and Netflix and all these other wonderfully awesome and popular video on demand marketplaces. And you're saying, great. Except here's the deal. Like quit seeking third party validation because you don't need it anymore. Right Now, in a previous podcast, I talked about the difference between an upfront payment aggregator versus an aggregator um, that takes a percentage on the back end. But what we're focused on is the idea that as a filmmaker from the get-go, that you not only create a great product based on an awesome screenplay, your movie, but you also have a marketing sales and distribution strategy that you can control. And so how do you do this? How do you get started? Well, some of you are listening to this and you don't have a website, right? A website. It's first and foremost. I mean, there's a lot of people that are saying, oh, I'm not getting a website anymore. The, the future is these, uh, it's, it's these social networks, right? I have my Twitter account. I have my Facebook page. That's all I need. Well, yes and no. I mean, you have to be where the people are, okay? But, but we've all learned that sometimes social networks go out of vogue, and sometimes they rode overnight. I was once very popular on one of the social networks. And overnight, I lost, um, I had about eight to 10,000 fans and they disappeared and I couldn't reach them. Now, when I log into that social network, and you can probably guess which one it is, my eight to 10,000 fans are still there. They're just non-responsive because they don't answer those emails. Some people haven't updated their profiles on those things since 2008. You know, some of these old social networking sites have become ghost towns. They're like virtual ghost towns. Nobody's there. So you need your own website. You need a place where you can control your own brand, your own image. And you, can, and you need a place where you can drive traffic and get traffic. And then the second part of it is, is in addition to your website, you need to start building your mailing list. So many people are like, I don't want to grow a mailing list because I have these social networks and that's where I talk to everybody. And while it's true that in some instances you may have a movie that appeals to an older generation or a younger generation and maybe it's a little bit harder to get their email address, but you're taking a gamble every time you depend on some third-party social networking site to help you source your audience and aggregate your audience and create a community within that platform, you do not own it. So you need a website, and not just any website, but you need a website that you host on your own server. And so think of it this way. You need to not rent, you don't want to rent the land where you set up your house, right? You want to buy the land and then build your house on top of that. So you need your own website. You need your own 
mailing list. So I'm going to give you two resources. Both of these are affiliates, which means I get paid to recommend these services. If you go to moviesitehost.com, moviesitehost.com, you'll be able to sign up for a hosting account um, and also pick a domain name. A domain name is like, you know, for example, filmmakingstuff.com. That's a domain name. That domain name is hosted on moviesitehost.com, um, which is run by Bluehost. So it's a hosting company that I utilize for all of my websites and all of my marketing. And I stand by them. Anytime that I've had any sort of hiccups, I called their customer service and they were highly responsive. And I've never had a problem. Um, even when I got in there, you know, and I knew just enough to be dangerous and I ended up wiping out my whole website once, uh, they actually were able to restore it. So I can't recommend them enough. Go to moviesitehost.com. That's my affiliate link for Bluehost. The second thing that you need to check out is when I talk about growing this mailing list, um, there's a lot of reputable third-party email companies and you need to today learn how to leverage that stuff. So you've probably heard advertisements for vertical response and constant contact. Uh, you've probably heard of a company called MailChimp. All of these, from what I understand, I used a few of them, not all of them, but all of those that I just mentioned, um, from what I understand, they have a great reputation out there. Uh, but the one I use is AWeber. And there's a few reasons why I use it. But if you also, you know, if you've signed up for the Filmmaking Stuff mailing list, you've seen how I do this. Uh, you, it's one of these things. You go to my site. Um, you provide your name and your email address. And then I send you various emails. Well, I'm not sending those emails directly from, like, my Gmail account. I'm sending them through the third-party email provider. Uh, the reason for that is you don't want to manage all these emails yourself. Um, you want to stay compliant with spam laws. And using one of these third-party providers helps you do that. And because you're staying compliant with spam laws and you're using a reputable source, the odds of you ending up in somebody's spam folder as opposed to their email inbox, you know, you greatly improve the chances of somebody actually reading your email. So head on over to audiencelist.com. And once again, that's audiencelist.com. And if you didn't hear it, both those websites I mentioned, they pay me uh, to promote as an affiliate. And those are both the, the um, resources that I utilize, not just for the filmmaking stuff, but anytime I'm involved in the marketing of a movie, those are my first choices. Hosting a website through uh, Movie Site Host and also setting up a mailing list through audiencelist.com. Once you have your websites, um, your hosting and your domain name on your website, if you're using, you know... Um, moviesitehost.com, which takes you over to Bluehost, if you're using that company, it's only one or two clicks to set up something called um, a WordPress uh, platform. And the reason why I use WordPress is because it allows you to easily set up a website in like five minutes. And because it's um, one of these types of like open source uh, communities, there's about a gazillion WordPress themes out there, different ways that you can modify brand and customize your website uh, for very little cost and effort. And it's powerful stuff. You know, with the ease of sending an email, you could update an, a website. So you don't need to be, you know, slave to some webmaster. You can actually do some of this stuff on your own. And there's tons of uh, websites out there that'll teach you how. And filmmakingstuff.com has some articles on this. But all right, so you get your, your, um, you get your hosting account. You set up your WordPress website. You find a theme that's pretty close to what you want. You install that theme 
And once that theme's installed, then you can get your graphic designer to go in there, change the artwork, and fully brand the website as your own. And now you have a website. Once you have your WordPress website set up, um, going through Movie Site Host, getting your domain name, and then in Movie Site Host, you go into this thing called a control panel and you click on WordPress. And I have some videos over on YouTube that you might want to check out. But once you install that theme and you reach out to your graphic designer and get it customized, then you go over to audiencelist.com. Um, you sign up for their account, which I believe, you know, it, it's all based on the amount of people on your mailing list. So right now I have tens of thousands of people, so I pay a lot more each month for the privilege of sending emails. Um, but if you're just starting out, it's only a few bucks a month, but now you're using third-party um, spam law compliant uh, trusted um, you know, company to help you with your email marketing. You, they have the ability over there at Audience List, which again is my affiliate link for Aweber. They have the ability to, at Aweber to help you. Um, you grab some code and you put it on your WordPress website, and voila! Now you have that thing that collects a name and email address. Um, if you wanted to collect more information like people's zip codes or phone numbers, you could certainly do that. It's been my experience that the more things you ask for, the less people sign up. So again, you need to build a platform for yourself. You need to start branding yourself. You need to create a website both for your production company and all of your movies. And you need to start driving traffic to that website, targeted traffic to that website. Get those people onto your audience list. And then from there you start to build a relationship. It's a slow process. It's an overnight thing. You never want to do anything spammy like buy email lists or anything like that, but you could do cross-promotion with other filmmakers that are making the types of movies you're making, and now you got double the power, right? They send out an email regarding your website. You send out an email regarding their website. They get on your list. You get on their list. Um, you know, what we're talking about here is a community, if you're going to be successful as a filmmaker, again, you need to create a platform. You need to get people onto your list that know you, know your work, like you, and, and want to actually see your movies. And you need to think of it not just in terms of your production company, not just in terms of the movie that you're making today or the movie that you want to make tomorrow, but you got to think about this for your whole career. Anyway, this has been another fantabulous filmmakingstuff.com podcast. If you want more information on all the things that I talked about, uh, head on over to filmmakingstuff.com and there's plenty of articles that explain how to market and sell your movie and become a rock star to your audience. And of course, if you have any questions, you can always email me, jason at filmmakingstuff.com. All right, guys, rock on, go make a movie. Actually, I, I should say my trademark slogan. I, this is trademark. So here it is. It's take action, colon, make your movie now, exclamation point. Um, you can hear the enthusiasm in my voice. All right, guys, see you at Filmmaking Stuff.